0: waiting for the signal.
1: Not the movie podcast and the nerds who haunted themselves. I'm Stuart Moraine, and each episode I'm joined by a guest to talk about a movie they love and see where the conversation takes us from there. For this, our 50th episode, and to kick off our Christmas season, I'm joined again by Art92 artist and Omen's that host Damien Edwardson as we celebrate Christmas in Gotham and discuss the 1992 Batman sequel, Batman Returns. Whether you're a regular listener or joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. I hope you enjoyed the film talk and As always, and if you feel like doing so, you can keep the conversation going in the comments on our socials, in the And Why Not Facebook group, or wherever you see this episode posted. And now, with an advance warning on spoilers, and all that introduction stuff out of the way, let's roll the trailer! I've been down here too long. It's time for me to ascend. From the sewers of Gotham, a new villain emerges. me!
0: So I crash! From the rooftops of Gotham, the perfect
1: enemy comes to life.
0: I thought we had something together. We do.
1: While she craves a romance, she can sink her claws into...
0: You can't to a girl like
1: me. He plots a foul reign of destruction. My dear penguins! Thanks to Batman!
0: The time has come to punish all of them!
1: Hello, Damien. How are
0: you? Oh, <laughs> was a little joke because we were just talking about pauses for editing. So I thought I would start with I'm gonna with the pause.
1: We're going to be all slapdash with this one, but
0: oh, brilliant! I'm fine, <laughs> thank you. How are you?
1: I'm good, thank you. I'm ticking on. I got a little bit of a head cold, but so if I sound a bit like you know talk radio sexy, it's it's that. So.
0: Well, it's doing it for me. Well, my bat signal's up.
1: (laughs) When isn't your bat signal up? To be fair,
0: yeah, I'm sat here gazing at my baubles in all (laughs) their splendour. It is the festive season. That's it. Believe it or not,
1: that's it. Well, I mean, you know, we we are in our Christmas movie season, so, and this is a Christmas movie that we're talking about today. But
0: it's typically an anti-Christmas movie, isn't it? To be argued. (laughs) Yeah, I've it's weird,
1: a... we'll, we'll get into it a bit more as to why mm. I'm so fond of it at Christmas when we uh, talk about it in a bit, but but yeah, so I mean, we're talking about Batman Returns, but before we do it, obviously we're recording this just over a week after they announced that Kevin Conroy had died, who mm. obviously was the voice of Batman, um, so yeah, just sort of wanted to acknowledge that really, um, I remember Saturday mornings watching Batman the Animated Series.
0: Oh, even now
1: and the exactly. excitement it's seeing Batman mask of the phantasm yeah um which hopefully yeah. we'll do an episode on next year because it'll be 30 years
0: yeah yeah arguably one of the greatest bat films yeah. ever made as well yeah um, definitely I, absolutely I a shame a shame I mean he, he he was such a talented guy anyway but that Batman role he he ruined it for anybody else, didn't he, to be honest? He did, and I think because he was Batman you know?
1: for so long in so many different things... Yeah. Um, whether it's the cartoons, he got to play him in live. Got to play Bruce Wayne in live action in the Arrowverse mm. crossover thing, obviously into the Arkham games, which introduced him to a whole new generation. But it's just one of those things you kind of thought because he'd been Batman for so long that he'd be around long after we were gone as well.
0: Yeah. Well, he will, technically. Well, yeah, yeah, he will, but, but yeah, it's just, I, I never, normally you read things and you think, I wish I'd not read that, but but didn't read a thing about Kevin Conroy that made me think negatively. You know, yeah. everything was just, what a pro, what a decent guy, you know, and um, it's a real shame. And again, it's just one of those things that, you know, we should just be thankful that we had him um, for as long as we did and that he did the body work he did. And, and as I say, you know, the, the animated series and, Phantasm films, just absolutely, you know, stunning stuff. Absolutely stunning stuff.
1: Yeah, it's like I say, it was just a huge part of my childhood. And like I say, mm. I think he is the voice of Batman. I think live action or animated, I think he is the best Batman. Um, he's mm. definitely the voice I hear when I read the Batman comics. Yeah. Um it's just, yeah, it's just like I say, I just such a shame, but was sort of at that age and he was only 66 as well which know. is no age at all um no it isn't
0: it's, it's quite it's just so unfair isn't it you know but you know that's that's the cycle of life and it death is and you know yeah. we you, you know it comes to us all you just kind of hope that it doesn't come too soon but it was a shame um but yeah like i say he was a he was definitely definitely the perfect person for that role yeah. and you can't even imagine anybody else doing it because even with the, the latter films when we've had a, a you know a myriad of um kind of bat voices that the actors have put on and they're all terrible to be yeah. honest with you you know i mean michael keaton's is, is the the next greatest simply because he just like basically just, just drops his voice a bit deeper but that's yeah. it you know um but yeah it's just, uh, yeah, just that they either
1: didn't bother or they took it too far the other way, didn't they? The other Batman, but
0: yeah, well, you can't understand a the word they're saying. So, <laughs> so you're right, but yeah, uh...
1: but but you yeah, know, like I say, I just wanted to touch on this, and like mm. I say, hopefully, next year we will do an episode on Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Awesome. Um, because we're on a roll with these Batman ones now as well, we so, we yeah, it's 30 years old, so yeah, so but for this time, uh, we're talking Batman Returns, so a little bit of info on the film. Uh, Written by Daniel Waters and Sam Hamm. Um, Based on characters created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger, although Bill Finger isn't credited in the opening credits because it was before they decided to start crediting him. Mm. Uh, Directed by Tim Burton and starring Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer and Christopher Walken, with Michael Goff, Pat Hingle and Michael Murphy uh, in supporting roles. Uh, Releasing the cinemas on the 19th of June 1992 in the US and the 10th of July 1992 over here. Uh, grossed $266,915,287 worldwide on an estimated budget of 80000 80, eighty million Sorry, 80000
0: Fucking hell can you imagine?
1: Fucking. <laughs> $80 million. Um, Roger Ebert gave the film two stars out of four, saying, Batman Returns is a most intriguing movie, great to look at and fun to talk about. Uh, there is no doubt that Burton is a gifted director, but is he, but is he the right director for Batman? Batman Returns is, is odd and sad, but not exhilarating. I give the movie a negative review, and yet I don't think it's a bad movie. It's more of a misguided one, made with great creativity, but denying us what we more or less deserve from a Batman story. And then Barry Norman did a preview of the film, rather than a full review, in an episode of Film 92, in which he said... ...and is confidently expected to be the big box office hit of the summer. But I wonder, it has some great effects and stunts, and the same darkly impressive look as the original. But if you wanted to be picky, you could say it lacks wit, humour, and anything remotely resembling a coherent storyline. Now these things may not be important, but I don't know, I think they're rather nice to have. Still, judge for yourselves when it comes to Britain in July. And then in the Film 92, Films of the Year episode, he sort of touched on Batman Returns by saying Batman returned and I can't really think why he bothered. So I, I get the feeling that he like was impressed by it, but didn't enjoy it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I think, if you think about it as well, it was a difficult, it was that difficult second Batman outing, really, because the first one was such, as we talked about previously, it was such a phenomenon. Yeah. You know, it was such a, I think used the phrase recently about lightning in a bottle, and that was Batman, wasn't it? You know, yeah. we'd come from basically Batman and superheroes being a bit of a joke for a number of years. Um, and then Burton, you know, Hit everyone straight between the eyes with Batman and completely changed the um the perception of it on film. And it was always going to be difficult yeah. to, to follow it up, to be fair. Strangely, as much as I, I love Batman, and I still say Batman is is my favorite um Bat film. Yeah. Um, I actually think Batman Returns is probably a better film. Yeah. <laughs> so technically, visually, character-wise, I think. You know, it, all of those elements, I think, are just just more formed. And that's probably because Burton had more creative control over it, didn't he? Yeah, because I, I, he...
1: I think Batman is a Batman film directed by Tim Burton. And I think Batman Returns is a Tim Burton film that happens to have Batman in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And,
0: and again, uh, arguably, it's not really a film about Batman that much. No. You know, um, um... I mean, like
1: we said, on, the, I said on the last one, I think it works better when Batman's sort of more of a character in shadow rather than the main focal mm. point of the film. Mm.
0: Um, I, I just, agree.
1: Yeah. I think he's, Batman's meant to be mysterious. I think if you see too much of him, it kind of takes that away from it.
0: It's the opposite um, of Superman, isn't it? You yeah. know, you, in a Superman film, you want Superman in the film. Yeah. Like, you, you know, because that's the, that's the point. Um, Batman, you're very, you're very correct in saying, actually, he's better being the peripheral kind of hero whilst all this mad shit's going on and using his detective skills which again they, they do employ in this film which I like you know there's a lot of detective skills where he's working out you know different elements of who is who is the penguin and all that sort of stuff and it's it's a great sort of um, it's a great image of Batman in that sense yeah. and I was amazed re-watching it how many of the famous stills that you see from that era about you know michael keaton and his batman here come from this film and not the original one you know and yeah. there's so many famous shots that you go oh shit that's from that that you you know you your mind thinks is in the original It's actually in in this film it was just framed much more um elegantly i think you know and when batman's on screen it really does kind of have an impact yeah um yeah it's great i love, I love this film i think it's brilliant i think it's I know it's had a mixed history, which I'm sure we'll come on to. Um, yeah. but I know it's been reappraised, and people now kind of appreciate it. but well, I loved it when it first came out.
1: Yeah, I've you know. I've always loved it. I um, I you know, I think don't think there's much between this and Batman for me, <laughs> and how much I enjoy him. I could quite happily watch both of them. Um, I've got mm. a slightly more of a soft spot for this one, just for various reasons. None that particularly are like because it's a better film, just because. I don't know. I have fonder memories of this one. Um, so before I get onto mine, what are your memories of first seeing it? Was it another cinema job or?
0: It was a cinema job, yeah. Um, purely because um, I was such a huge, and still am such a huge Bat fan that you know I would pay my. Uh, what was it back then? I think it was about two quid, one fifty, two quid or something for the cinema. Yeah, you know? yeah, probably. Yeah, so, bargaining like the North Wales, you know um in the flea pit where um you know you didn't take any food in because something else had eat it before you did (laughs) but yeah i I went to cinema to see it loved it absolutely loved it um bought the video it came out ruined that um yeah and that that was it wasn't a part of obviously cinema club we'd moved on since then that kind of petered out towards the back end of the 80s early 90s um so this was i think i went i can't remember if i went i went with i went with a mate of mine anyway but i was the only real kind of comics fan which i yeah. talked about before i didn't really grow up with any comics fans so you know it was the fact that it was just a blockbuster meant i could get people to to kind of go along with me but i'd have gone on my own if I had to.
1: yeah yeah no that's it i am um for me it was the week before we were on holiday and i bought the official souvenir magazine Oh, I, nice. I poured over that and i pretty much filled in the yeah. film in my head and then obviously watched the film and it was not completely Marvelous. different but not as you built it in your head um and i was collecting the trading cards and then we went the following week to watch it in the cinema um i'd seen clips on telly so i've been mm. building up to seeing this for ages um I loved it. I'm, I mm. wasn't a big comic book fan at the time. Obviously, I knew who Batman was and I liked Batman, but I wasn't yeah. a comic book reader at the time. It wasn't until a year later when Superman came back that I really got into comics. Obviously, right. I had odd comics because you'd pick them up in the newsagents. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, London magazine editions, whatever it was called, the UK reprints, used to pick those mm. up. Um, yeah. Then at Christmas, last day of school, before breaking up for Christmas, one of the teachers brought it in and we watched it in like the last two lessons.
0: <laughs> how old were you?
1: Uh, would have been, what, 92 would have been 13. So, right,
0: it's a bit bit dodged, that, isn't it? A... Well, it was a
1: 12 in the Cinema, and it? it was a 15 yeah. on video. Um,
0: because as real will touch, it's a bit of a rum movie. Uh, I'd forgotten, I always forget till I watch it again, just how kind of um. Sexy of a film it is. Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, teachers
1: like it just before Christmas. Oh yeah, I don't give a fuck. Watch Halloween. Yeah. I don't care. Do you know what?
0: a once happened to us. We had um, when I was in, and this was in where oh, would it have been? Junior school, um, and we started up this cinema, ironically a cinema club where one of the um, one of the teachers had this projector and he used to set up the screen and we'd sit in the hall and you'd pay something like ten p to watch yeah. a film on a Wednesday night. Straight off to school, watch this film, and it was meant to be um the Cat from Outer Space, which was one of the first films I saw. And they'd sent the wrong film in the canister, and it was the George and Mildred film, which <laughs> is actually quite raunchy in parts. Yeah, you know, there's lots of like yeah. you know comedy like wife swapping and in, inferred shagging, and we all sat through this George and Mildred film like you know. That, at that age, we had no idea what was going on other than, you know, you could see this teacher getting more and more uncomfortable. But it was like, well, it'll pay me 10p now, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I, was, I can't help but to uh, always think about that. <laughs> yeah. You'd no, probably end up on a... He'd get struck off from the teaching.
1: Um, oh, no, yeah, yeah you would. He'd then, be in jail for yeah. 20
0: years for corrupting minors. But it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. I always liked a bit of George Mildred.
1: Yeah, well, I was- I think I've seen that film once. I thought you were going to say like they sent you killer clowns from outer space or something like that. No, they had the outer space bit. They Debbie does Dallas.
0: Cool. <laughs> we grew up fast.
1: That day. I remember our drama teacher bringing something, and she taped off Telly, but she hadn't watched it before, and it was just cocks everywhere. She was like, "I'm going to have to turn this off." I'm like, yeah, it's a bit pretty shit to be honest. Anyway, but but yeah, no. Um... That's why I really... I know there's Christmassy stuff in the film anyway, but that's why I really associate this film with Christmas. It was just such a nice way to end that. Yeah. Term and, that. and then I went to go to buy it on video, but they wouldn't sell it at me an hour price.
0: Because was 15
1: on the video. So I went down the video shop and just bought an extra rental copy because video shops did not yeah. give a fuck.
0: Well, there's an X hour price employee. They were upholding the law. You know, yeah. we were...
1: Be- oh, yeah, no, Yeah. For- Fully on that, but I was like, it was a 12 at the cinema though. It was a 15 on video, so fuck it's up, weird you know that
0: shit. that whole like rating thing was just well, yeah, because I only was on
1: Spider Man until Spider Man when they started releasing them as 12s. on. They'd never reappraised it on video, I guess, because they'd have to resubmit it to the BPFC again, probably.
0: Yeah, and now, yeah. now it'd probably get like an 18. Or because on it. <laughs>
1: there's not really anything in this or huh. first Batman that makes warrants it being a 15. See, it being a 12, but.
0: There's A bit more, there's a bit more violence, isn't there? I think there's a bit more explicit violence. There's a lot of
1: um, possibly more in this, like you know, cats and, chewing on Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer, and...
0: and it's the inferred sexualism, I think. That probably... oh, the penguins are right, Fucking horny. Fucker oh, he's a dirty isn't isn't he? bastard, isn't he? Yeah, he's a proper uh, he's, he's
1: just the pussy I've been
0: looking for, or his holes. It, it's just again, I, only when I watch it do I realize just a what a pervy is. Like he is a real dirty little bastard, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's like that weird uncle that appears <laughs> at weddings and shit. That you, you know, your mum always says, like, just don't go near him, don't go near him, don't make eye contact. Um, he's a dirty bastard, and Michelle Pfeiffer's like, you know, quite saucy herself. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And it's, it's, I mean, it all leads into that whole duality thing that that the whole film is kind of one of the main threads of the film, but when you watch it the some of the dialogue between um catwoman and penguin and you know catwoman and batman and the penguin and anybody basically you know it's like what's the what's the line when that there's a woman bending over in the office and i think he says something like you know that's oh, a I'd void like to, i'd like to, like to fill, fill her in her oh void. my god yeah. and you're like
1: yeah because matt Shrek says to him about him stepping in and filling the void he's like i to that's fill a the- void <laughs>
0: Yeah. And he's got just got that, and got oil. when he
1: puts the badge on the he's like you know, oh, yeah. the yeah. coolest role model young it. person could have. And he's like, You're the hottest young person a role oh, model my...
0: And
1: but then he's like... straight upstairs, he's cut one, and he's like, Yep, gonna try yep. it on this
0: one now. Oh, he's, he's just I don't know. He's he's kind of um yeah, he, he, he would have been... been living in
1: the sewers for years though, to be fair. I mean To be he's, fair he's and... probably not had a lot of time to practice his game.
0: No, no, he's 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 yeah. I'll I'll give you that one, give you that one. But he does make a few. Um, I'm not making excuses um, for it. I mean, the, the, there's one line that even now makes me giggle, which is when he talks about his French flipper technique. Yeah, teach him my. <laughs> he's like technique. he's like wiggling his flipper, and you're like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, it is, it is a bit but, much. <laughs> but it is it is but it is in keeping with the character. It's all very animal. You know, he's like he's he is an animalistic kind of little. Yeah weird creature in he and he's got no human boundaries he's got no understanding of how people relate um and it, it fits really well and Danny danny is just absolutely top drawing i mean he's he's just oh he's perfect cast, he's brilliant he? in it absolutely a... brilliant in it he's, he's kind of like you know he's he's like a flipper trump isn't he? he's that vile and disgusting yeah you know?
1: you've got he except like... he's
0: probably not as not as uh
1: he's probably not as vile you got him, it's who's quite not trumpy, well. and you've got Matt Shrek who's quite trumpy as well. This one yeah. cracks me up with this, is how they catch him out, where um, Bruce Wayne plays the uh, audio clips of him. I was like, that'd never fly now. No. His, his crowd would just be like, yeah, no, whatever he says.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I had you all like suckers. That's, oh, here you did. Yeah. Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> I,
1: was, I was like, that was such a sweet, innocent time, wasn't it? Where you could take down a politician or potential politician just with a... Yeah, some audio clips of shit they've said.
0: Yeah, now they make a career out of it, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, you know? but you know. Anyway, let's not go down that route. Maybe because, they build a cult, it's right? Just, is, it's but... just the season to be jolly, and we're not going to be jolly <laughs> if we talk about a shower of shit in power, are we? So let's uh, let's move on swiftly. I think. But, but yeah, it is a Christmas film. It's a great Christmas film. It's up there with, like, you know, Ghostbusters 2 and and Gremlins, those great films that people don't talk about as Christmas films, but they are Christmas films to me. Yeah. It's on my list of things to watch.
1: I mean, I get why he said it, Chris. It was weird it coming out in the summer.
0: Yeah, that's the bit it's... when... I Because, again, I don't know when it came out over here. I'm not sure. It was July um, for us. Was it July?
1: Yeah, 10th of July.
0: I, I have this false memory of it, being around Christmas, which obviously isn't true. Um... No,
1: I've got more memories of watching it at school at Christmas because I think it was mm. with me mates as well. Yeah. You know, in the classroom, i allowed. I don't think we got to see the end of it because she not quite worked out that it's 10 minutes longer than, oh no. no. We had an hour and a half to watch it in and it's a two hour old movie. Man. Um, we had that with The Bodyguard as well for years. I didn't know where The Bodyguard ended because they sh- sh- uh, showed us the start at school and then, like, to wait for it to be on fucking telly.
0: Right. But. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, well, I've never seen the bodyguard. Before. Yeah, you know, it's fine. Um, anyhow, anyhow, let's uh, back to the Batman. And but yeah, it's um,
1: so sort of obviously you've got Tim Burton returning, Michael Keaton mm-hmm. returning, Michael Goff, Pat Hingle, and then the rest is all new things. It pretty much stands alone. If one for the fact they make references to Vicky Vale. Yay. It, it'd almost be completely its own film because they redesign everything. It's a different Wayne Manor. It's a different... Yeah. The Batmobile's the same.
0: His suit's different. Yep. And slightly. slightly. Not, not massively, but... He's got more of a
1: art deco. I really yeah. like the Batman Return suit. I think I prefer it to the Batman one. Mm. Mm. It just feels yeah. cleaner. Yeah. Um, I mean, no. the the Batman one suits Batman better in that film, I think, because yeah. that one is a bit more of a grotty... This film, I don't know if it's the Christmassy thing of it, but it feels a little bit. I don't know if there's a slight, it's not sanitized, but there's a slightly cleaner feel to Gotham in this. Yeah,
0: it seems a bit shinier as well, doesn't it? It seems a bit more, you know, glossed, as it were. Um, But yeah, I mean, great for Michael Goff to be back. Fantastic, Alfred. We said this last time, didn't we? He's great. I love the
1: bit where he um, tears up the invitation to. Max Shrek's mastery ball. He's so satisfied he gets to tear it up, and then Bruce is like, "Although Selena Carmine will be there," and he sort of rolls his eyes, like,
0: "Kind
1: of take this shit back together."
0: Yeah, and he's 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 just got again him and Keaton in those little parts where they kind of um, interact are so good together. Yeah, you know that that kind of innocent, slightly deranged um, Keaton and the for fuck's sake kind of Alfred.
1: You know, yeah, the whole the whole thing where he gives him the soup. But he's, yeah, it's out because it's cold. He's like, it's fishy swazzer. And Bruce looks at him like, and he's like, it's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be cold. Circus returned for a two week.
0: Kids will love. Thanks. Cold. It's fishy swazzer. It's supposed to be cold. Circus is back with a freak show. May not be suitable for kids featuring a poodle lady the world's fattest man, and aquatic bird boy. Why are you now determined to prove that this penguin is not what he seems? Must you be the only lonely man-beast in town? The circus vaulted its tents yesterday, perhaps forever after numerous reports of missing children in several towns. Police have closed down the Red Triangle's fairgrounds. However, at least one freak show performer vanished before he could be questioned. I suppose you feel better now, sir. No, actually, I feel worse. <laughs> it's just great. It's just great. And uh, Alfred obviously has a big part to play because he's he's a bit of a uh, technical whiz. Yeah, it's all about Alf, Alfie. But um, yeah, great to see him back. Pat Hingle, great. He's not as, in it as much as uh, obviously Batman, but he's still still great to be there. Um, I always think it's a real shame that that the original idea where it was going to be more of a direct sequel with um, you know Harvey Dent Billy Dee coming back and stuff but obviously you know it got re- rewritten and uh, played around with but superb cast I mean yeah. you know Penguin and Catwoman um, great I 100% characters. fell
1: in love with Michelle Pfeiffer because of this film
0: it, who wouldn't I mean I was I would have been what year is it? 92? Yeah. Um, I was around 19.
1: See, time. I was 13, so I was that perfect age to fall in love with Michelle.
0: <laughs> well, believe me, at 19, you're in the perfect age to fall in love I with I think Michelle any age Fyfer is a well. perfect age. Because, I mean, yeah. she pretty
1: much does two characters in this, because you've got the mousy yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer at the beginning, who's a little bit ballsy, but afraid to show it kind of thing. And then and does weirdly stupid things, like tell her boss that she's gone into the uh, protected files. And yeah. she's found incriminating shit in them.
0: Yeah, yeah, but won't tell anyone. Obviously. No,
1: that but, uh, that scene is so good. Christopher Walken's so good in that scene.
0: Oh, well, he's just good in everything. When he, I mean, he's, he's, but he's he menacing, and then when he does the, huh? huh? yeah.
1: And you're like, oh, you fucking. And then the way he shoves her through the window is just the look on his face. And then yeah. when he looks at her body down there, just like,
0: eh.
1: I'm not so, sure from a murder point of view, it's smart to kill your secretary by shoving her out of the window to your building.
0: It's Gotham, though, isn't it? Oh, and yeah. he's rich. And I, again, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, that, un- jumped. that underlying current of the rich can do whatever they like, you know, which is another part of the um, the whole theme is around power. Yeah, that's, and...
1: that's the whole thing at the end, isn't it? Of like, yeah, you know, when he says you he's taking him to jail, she's like, don't be naive. The law doesn't so, apply to people like him.
0: I know you'll have probably said this, but we're, we're going to spoil the shit out of this film. So yeah. if you haven't seen it, then, you know, you... what are you listening to this for? Yeah. Um, <laughs> go and watch it. You know, but it, everybody in that film, again, much like in Batman, is there's nobody that, you, that that's on screen you're thinking, oh, Christ, you know. I mean, you know, Keaton's Keaton, brilliant, brooding, same as before, a little bit. Not not brooding in the sense like modern Batman where everything is like... Mm, there's a nice vacantness
1: you know, to his Bruce Wayne this time yeah, as well. Like it, I say, it, it's the whole fishy swire thing, and I love the bit with him and Michelle Pfeiffer with the... Um... He's like, You don't seem like the type who'd work for Max Shrek. And she's yeah. like, Oh, it's a long story, Is like I could free up some time. I'm listed, I'm tempted, I'm working, I'm leaving.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of bewilderment about him. He's he's got that child I think we spoke about this. There's that child like element to him where he's you know, he's he's kind of still a bit bemused by stuff. Yeah. And there's there's a nice
1: awkwardness to his chatting her up as well, isn't there? it's yeah, yeah, it's not and again, smooth we, like we, it would be in we other films. About that.
0: You know, because like in Batman, he's the same, isn't he? Where he's yeah. not very good with women. You know, he's not—he's he's a bit clumsy and a bit—you know—he doesn't quite know how to how to behave. Which, considering you know he's the playboy millionaire kind of guy, is completely like at odds with who he is. And he carries that through. But Bat- I mean, Keaton's just—you know—Conroy might have been the voice of Batman and stuff, but Keaton was definitely the best person I think to carry Batman in a cinematic role because he yeah. just plays it right. Like we said last time, he gets that balance between being a little bit unbalanced and dangerous, that detective where he's, he's very methodical and he's thinking and he's pondering. And there's lots of times he's sat there and you can just, you almost hear him trying to just calculate and it's, and then it'll be Alfred will be talking to him and be like, hmm, what? Because he's, he's you know, his brain's going. And, and of course he's got that kind of weird super rich kind of strange trait that they have where yeah. they can't relate to normal people. You know, that's the thing that I know Sunday saying about the royals is that you know they can't relate to normal people because they're not fucking normal people. No. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're weird. They're just alien weird dare I say, you know, people have never had to do anything and have just had everything handed to them. And in an element he's kind of got that in a sense where he's been protected and and so he's got that little bit of distance and disengagement from normality, but he plays yeah, he's, it so He also well. had his
1: normalness stolen from him, didn't he? Even as mm. a rich kid, he's not normal by, you know, within the rich yeah. circle either. Yeah. Like at the party, he's very, you know, even when he's in this business meeting with Matt Shrek. I mean, you could argue that's not like how Bruce Wayne's supposed to be. Bruce Wayne's supposed to be vacant and a bit stupid, but is all ticking over. That's the projection of him. Yeah. Um, But even with Matt Shrek, he's very confrontational. Um, mm. accidentally or on purpose at times. Um, yeah, I just, I love, like, you know, Keaton's got that great face, but you can just see him ticking over. Like when he's watching yeah. Penguin on the telly for the first time. Yeah. Just aggressively eating that carrot stick and he's just like, someone's off with this guy.
0: Yeah.
1: And, yeah. and then when uh, Penguin calls him out to, uh, you know, I just hope Batman's there to keep the He's like subtle. Yeah. No, it's,
0: it's brilliant. Brilliant. Devito, like we said, absolutely superb as Penguin. Couldn't, you know, couldn't have anybody better playing. playing yeah. It's like I've not seen the, the new play, version, but... but I think he's just, you know, the look and everything is just brilliant. And Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, I mean, goodness yeah. me. You know, I mean, if, if that doesn't make you sit up and uh, have a fiddle with your Christmas cracker, nothing will, do you know what I mean? That's it. My I, word. I Again, once saw that a, a super...
1: deviation from the comic, but... Yeah,
0: but well, do you remember seeing that suit it. at the DC universe yeah. thing? They had it in the glass case.
1: Yeah, because they had to sew into it.
0: <laughs> they did. Yeah, what a job! Terrible, yeah. isn't it? You yeah. know what? Uh, imagine that as work experience.
1: It, I wish I wish it worked like that to sew Michelle Fife into the cat suit again. Yeah. And, uh, I'm bored uh, of it uh, now, to be honest. And I yeah. like that that suit just gets battered more and more throughout the film.
0: And she stitches it up again, and yeah. then it gets more... Yeah,
1: absolutely There's everything point where, about like, it. Half her hair's hanging out. And...
0: Yeah. It's just, it's just such a great look, isn't it? It's yeah. just, I mean, she was probably at the height of her powers at that point as well. Um, yeah. You know, because I think, was it not long after Fabulous Baker Boys and stuff like that?
1: Fabulous Baker Boys, I think, might have been late 80s, because originally this yeah. was meant to be Annette Benin, wasn't it?
0: That's right, yeah.
1: Um, but then she was pregnant with Warren Beatty's child, so yeah, she had to drop out, Um
0: Sean, you know, Young, Sean Young
1: aggressively auditioned herself, auditioned herself for it. <laughs> famously. Turned up on. Was it Oprah Winfrey or one of those shows? Jesus. Demanding yeah. an audition. Um, wow. Apparently turned up in Tim Burton's office.
0: Yeah. I mean, is I that mean, the story where he was hiding under the table? I think it? so, yeah. Yeah. I like to think that's true. That'd be good.
1: I, like but, say, um, I really like Sean Young in um, Blade Runner, but yeah, all, all the stories seem to be that she's quite problematic. but Yeah. Like say, but, that uh, that's the reputation, whether that's true or not. I know exactly she had issues point. with Harrison Ford, but then Harrison Ford, by all accounts, is difficult to work with. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Many they say that about people, but they usually say that about people who are perfectionists, don't they? Yeah. You know. It's like they say Frank Zappa, he's really difficult to work with. And it's like, well, he's not, he just doesn't let you like fuck around with the music. You know, it's like you play it exactly as he's written it. And you yeah. hit the beats and all the rest of it. And it's just that that's just the way some people are, you know. Um you like know.
1: Most famous comedians that you love, that you think would be great fun to hang out with, mm. they're a pain in the ass in real life. Very yeah. few people enjoy working with Bill Murray. And anyway, yeah. we're getting to, like, you know,
0: yeah. slagging sorry, sorry,
1: yeah. people off. But... but thankfully,
0: um, we end up with Michelle Pfeiffer in, in the iconic Catwoman role. And again, never been bettered. I mean, you know, I know there's been various interpretations, but, you know, forget it. No, she, You're not going to means- touch that. She You're is the definitive,
1: son. I think, mate. Like I say, and I'm not just saying that, because, you know, fell in love with me. Even like the small parts, like Michael Murphy as the mayor.
0: Yeah. And, yeah.
1: Um, again, I've not really seen him in much. He popped up in a lot of, I've seen him in things since, obviously he's in MASH and the Robert Altman film version mm. and things like that. But but yeah, I just, and obviously you got Pee Wee Herman at the beginning as the Penguin's dad. Uh, Brody re- um, reprised later on in Gotham.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was because um, it was meant to be Burgess Meredith, wasn't it? And he was ill.
1: Yeah, that but, would have been uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, when Paul Rubens pops up, you think, oh, you yeah. know, oh, he's got a soft spot for, him.
1: <laughs> even if he just up. chuck his child off a bridge. But you know, his, his child was a cat movie. Well,
0: so. well, so let's talk about the film then, because the, the, it is. I mean, one of the things that the reason um, a lot of people didn't respond to. Um, Batman Returns as well, was because they felt it was too dark, too violent, too sexy, um, and was upsetting kids.
1: Yeah, because there's that famous clip of a kid on a talk show when they're asking him about it, and he's basically saying all the things, like, your parents told you to say this shit, didn't (laughs) they? It it really comes across that way. Mm. Yeah. Um, But I, I don't know, like I say, I was 13, and I fucking loved it nothing about yeah. it made me think like, well, oh, this is inappropriate. As you watch it as an adult, it's like, there's there's a lot of things that could be taken as a double entendre. Mm. Um, you know, uh, but it, Max, it does Shrek, that's not a power surplus. That's a mild, or well, that's not growth. That's a mild swelling. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: Catwoman, yeah. Um, Selena Kyle, semi hard, I'd say all that sort of thing. You just kind of, like, yeah, oh, this film's kind of
0: Oh yeah, It's a bit carry on Batman. Um, But, the- but it does start with a bit of a bang. As we say, you know, you've got the, um, the kind of the origin as it were of the penguin where essentially his mum and dad because he's deformed lock him up in a little cage box and then eventually throw him over a bridge into the gotham city river
1: again he did eat the family cat so
0: well you know um, a hobby are not you
1: makes it weird that he's so into catwoman later on um,
0: maybe he had a taste for it
1: but yeah and then um Obviously, I love the opening credits to this. Yeah. I love how they sort of mirror the original ones, but instead of moving around the Bat symbol, you're just going through the sewers. Yeah. I love the Batman Returns variation of the Danny Elfman theme. Yeah. With the orchestral bit. Um, yeah. I love the score to this film. Um, There's some great music in it. When Cillian transforms, I love that piece of music as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, well, wasn't it? Elfman was a bit put out, wasn't he? Because the the whole Prince-Batman thing. um, And then, you know, when he got a chance to do Returns, he, I think him and um, Burton fell out for a while, didn't they? They I fell out think.
1: on... No, it was on Nightmare Before Christmas, they fell out. Right. Because he had a... I think he had a Patrick Stewart voiceover, which was on the soundtrack, wasn't used in the film. And um, that's why they didn't work together for a little while. Oh, um, yeah. I think it's great. I love the Susie and the Banshee song that goes with this as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, obviously, it didn't have like, you know, a Prince style soundtrack this time. There was no huge artist concept album. Mm. Um, I guess in when they asked Susie and the Banshees to do one song, they didn't come back with an album like Prince did.
0: <laughs> True. But True. Prince, is,
1: Prince was always an overachiever.
0: Well, he was always going to do it, wasn't he? You That's know, it. Um, don't do anything by half. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great opening it's a great um the, just the initial look and feel of the whole thing you know the the cold the ice the snow the christmas lights it's just it's just so um magical and mythical it's just burton isn't it you know and again plays into that whole kind of isolation kind of feeling you know about being lonely and cold and on your own and you know it's it's just sets the scene brilliantly
1: yeah i mean um once you get into, like, you know, the 33 years later and the Christmas, how good does Gotham look at Christmas? Oh, know. It looks like they know. That reminds me of when, you know, it used to be a big thing to go to town at Christmas. Yep. And you'd have all yep. the lights. You'd have all the Christmassy shit laid out. Now, because there's hardly any fucking shops anymore. It's It doesn't really happen anymore. But I don't yeah. know. I, I thought it looked really good. Um, I love the guy selling the paper. I love when Alfred walks past him. And he's like yep. trying to sell him the paper. And he's like, my dear boy, yeah. It's a diversion to read such rubbish. Most of the time, it's a yeah. waste of time. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, it, visually, it's an incredible film. Uh, yeah, absolutely incredible film. And you know, again, it just hits the ground running. You know, there's um, it, there's no kind of. Let her, and again, it's a, it's a two hour, I think about two hour, four minutes in it, I think. The yeah, time. About, yeah. there's, there's not a wasted minute. There's Again, a bit like Batman, there's no element where it drags, you know, at no point you sit there thinking like, you know.
1: Yeah, so they set all the three characters up pretty efficiently. And then, you know, it's about <laughs> yeah. hour in, 20 minutes in, that you finally get to see them, you know, their story drive forward. So you get Penguin set up in shadow or just his hands poking through the bars with his, you know, oh, but you can, oh, but you will. All that sort of thing during Max Rex speech. Um, obviously, Selena's set up in the office where there's horrible office sexism.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: The, the woman dared to speak, but she can make a good cup of coffee, so I wouldn't oh, I know. The I fact know. that when he can't find his speech, does that remind me to take it out on What's Her Name later?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's... Um... 90s. 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is that early, it's that hangover from the 80s, still early 90s, isn't it? Um, yeah, and I think, you know, and we're,
1: we're showing and what it, a horrible fucking bastard he is. <laughs>
0: that, that's the thing, there is an element of that which is deliberate, um, because it is, again, playing into those stereotypes of, you know, you're the, the typical rich asshole who, you know, can sort of basically thinks they can have whatever and whoever they want, whenever they want, and treat so, them like shit, you know. And
1: to be fair as well, when she runs over to grab that speech, I think she did Gotham a favor because it's like that fucking thick. Yeah, I know. It's like Christ, he's been going on till New Year.
0: And it was handwritten. Yeah. Well, no one's gonna awesome. read that. I can't read my writing, I don't like you. Right. The, yeah. cabbages are, the cabbages what are right, the cabbages. <laughs> um so but, yeah yeah you got that.
1: and then obviously about 10 minutes in, we were introduced to Bruce Wayne sitting in the dark, brooding. Um, Magnificent. Like, I like
0: me, love that. on camera now. In the dark, brooding. Ignoring the slightly
1: ridiculous thing that he's got bat signals mounted to the side of his house. Because I'm assuming nobody really goes to Wayne Manor that much. And if they do, they're not really going to notice them anyway. But no. you know, you could pick holes in it if you want. The only thing with that that I don't like is there's a weird bit where he steps forward. And yeah. it's like really clunky. It's like they either edited two things together or sped it up. And he, yeah, it just looks really weird. He should have just stood there, but it's a minor, minor quibble in an awesomely cool moment. Mm. Um, and it does
0: give us like um, that great shot of him stepping forward. That was Yeah, was with quite the a lot. Bat signal behind him. Yeah, it is it is a brilliant, um, is a brilliant piece of. It's not just the idea
1: of Bruce Wayne just sitting at home, being kind of like you know. Because um, I watched an interesting video. I can't remember who it was, now. I want to say it was Linkara. Right, he's talking about. Um, you know, Batman, Bruce Wayne fulfilled his mission in Batman. He killed the person who killed his parents. Mm. And then Batman Returns is him realizing that it's not giving him any form of fulfillment. Mm. You know, he's the, the relationship with Vicky didn't work out. He's just sat alone in his house, brooding about the fact that you know he, he achieved what he wanted to do, he avenged mm. his parents' death, and it's just left him feeling even emptier, possibly. Mm. Um. And I think that really works. I think you get, really get that from Michael Keaton. I mean, he's a bit yeah. looser, you know. Um, and Partly I could read that as like, you know, I did it. It didn't work. What's the point of even giving a fuck anymore? I'm just going to carry on.
0: Yeah, and there's that element as well that you kind of, there's a sense that he's happy in his loneliness. Yeah. You know, he's 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 quite he's quite okay with it. It, it, it like you said when he's talking a bit about um, about you know him and Vicky Vale not working out, um, and it's not like a it's like he's really caught up about it. He's just like I tried that and it didn't work. You know? well, yeah, it's he, almost um... like he's
1: drawn to Selena because like he says she's got a kind of a dark side. Yeah, and I think that's what draws him to her is that he knows there's something more to her than just. Whereas Vicky, you know, she's a socialite photographer.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it again, that um, that whole kind of duality thing that goes on. You know, they've all got it where, you know, so you've got Batman, Bruce Wayne, you've got, you know, Selena Kyle and Catwoman. You've got the penguin as the animal playing, you know, the hero. He wants to be seen as a hero to the people. Yeah,
1: he's an animal playing a man, isn't he?
0: Yeah. And then you've got Shrek being the, you know, basically the political role, which is kind of like, I'm going to be, you know, benevolent and kind when actually you know, the grand plan is to build a power plant so we can siphon off electricity from yeah. Gotham and then sell it back at an extortionate rate, you know, and it's it's all about the two sides of personality, isn't it, throughout yeah. the whole film, really? And that's kind of why, you know, it, there's there's almost pairings throughout the film. You know, you've got Batwoman, Batman, Catwoman, you've got, you know, Penguin and and Shrek, and it, it does work in that sense. Um, but I just think, because it's the only probably complaint that you could have is that there is a lot that goes on. They do kind of chop and change a little bit of the the plot in so yeah. much as you know it starts off with um, you know Penguin looking for his parents, which you know already Batman's pretty sure he knows who his parents are.
1: Yeah, he's just using his excuse and to get into the Hall of Records, isn't he? Yeah, the names.
0: Yeah, so, I do like where
1: he's it, like, it, Ooh. 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 yeah.
0: So the the original element is about you know his grand plan to take the firstborn sons of Gotham and and basically throw them into the river and kill them like you know it's it's just very dark to start with. Um, and then it flips into the whole you know the kind of '60s Batman series series homage around where Penguin runs from there. Yeah, with Shrek filling in that kind of role as the you know the the power behind the throne and then you get all the commercialism stuff coming in, don't you? Where they talk about power and greed and money. And and that's where the anti-Christmas stuff lands because it's all about, you know, we're just going to give you these bits of glittery shit, but actually what we're going to do is we're just going to destroy everything around you yeah. as a consequence because you'll just want more and more of it and you don't need it, but you'll want it and we're going to give it to you because it suits us to keep you in that that kind of state of constant want. And it, it's really, really, it's really clever in that sense. I find it really kind of interesting that there's, there are these dual themes that run throughout the film, um, but not so heavily that it stops it being a fun comic book film, which is what it is at the yeah. end of the day. You know, it's still fun. You could not pick up on any of that. And just enjoy it for what it is, you know. Well, yeah, because again, I mean,
1: certainly as a thirteen-year-old, it was more a cool comic book movie that mm. fit, suited a thirteen-year-old because you know you got an angsty Batman at the
0: center of it, and you got Catwoman in a leather bondage and you've got that too,
1: and you I know, mean, you know, that's enough. Penguin really. telling you that there is a French French flipper trick out there somewhere. Well, that's sort of, it.
0: Yeah, which I do love know, that
1: whole thing with Jem where she's like, you know but the research tells us both was like fingers so we're going to try and put these gloves on you. Like, yeah, that's going to magically give him fucking fingers, isn't it? I know. It's like know. they're two awful people. Her and oh, they're,
0: they're all they're all horrible but really well observed yeah. horrible. I want you to meet Jen and Josh, my image consultants.
1: Here. Reclaim your birthright.
0: I'm Jen. Hi. <laughs> Okay, let's see. Uh, what I'd like to do first is to put these little glove thingies on you. Our research tells us that voters like fingers. So if
1: we want to just lose this, we'll... No? We'll do it another time then. okay Not a lot of reflective surfaces down on the suit, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Still could be worse. My nose could be gushing blood.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your nose could be...
0: (laughs) 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 Back to work. (laughs) (laughs) Let's make a mayor. You're right. We missed the regularly scheduled election, but I like that officials can be recalled,
1: impeached, given the boot. Think of Nixon. Then think of you,
0: Oswald Cobblepot, filling the void. I'd like to fill her void. I need signatures to overturn the ballot, I can supply those Oswald. Teach her my French flipper trick. Oswald,
1: We need one more thing a platform stop global warming start global cooling
0: make the world a giant icebox i like it the, the mere we have to have a catalyst the trigger are you doing great may a couple pop that your table is ready may a couple i need you oswald
1: i need you now match wreck is almost the Batman equivalent of Alex Luthor, isn't it? It's just a bit more yeah. slimy because, um, yeah. you know, yeah. he's got the public thing that people love him. He, he appears to do a lot for the city he lives in, that sort of thing. Um, you've got his fucking awful fucking son.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, he went on yeah. to play Leatherface in the remakes. I was going to say, he was King Leatherface
1: changed. in the remakes and he yeah. was in an episode of Lois and Clark. as um, that, Season three, that, episode 10, virtually destroyed. He played X.
0: That dude's six foot five, isn't he? I know. It's... He's nearly as tall as me. yeah. Oh, no, he's got the numbers the wrong way around. Um, But,
1: yeah. And he's almost perfect casting. He's got that old Christopher Walken kind of. You could kind of imagine, like, you know, Christopher Walken's jeans mixed with somebody else would create this beefcake fucking just... Yeah. Like You can imagine him at a party just massively obnoxious. I do kind of think that the Penguin should have been, like, you know, at the end, where he's like, yeah, all right, I'll take you, Max. And then as he's putting Max in the duck, he just turns around and shoots Chip. It, it oh. seems weird that Penguin would sort of be like, you eh, know, I'll come back for you later.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's yeah, kind of... That,
1: that would have been a bit much, It's,
0: it's dark enough, I think, <laughs> Stuart. It's <laughs> already a theme about killing ah, children. i in the face. Um, you know, where they're bundling those kids into the, the sort of... Um, the cages on the yeah. train and stuff, and you know, it's just—it is a very, very dark film. i mean, it starts with like you it know, it basically. I—I a... I disagree with the
1: Barry Norman thing about it lacking wit and humor.
0: No, not at all.
1: It's not like say, all. the stuff between, like the little things where Bruce first meets Selina as Bruce, mm. you know, like I mistook me for somebody else, which is because he was Batman at the time. So what he's yeah. saying is correct, but she corrects him like, and just those weird little bits of dialogue between them, um,
0: mm. um,
1: like I say. Christopher is wonderfully funny in this, in a really dark way.
0: Yeah, you know, but he's he's the same in anything, though, isn't he? He's he's, he's a quality watch, yeah. you know, and um, he always plays everything with that that element of ham. Yeah, you know, which is a bit like Nicholson in, in the first one. You know, it's that 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 self assured kind of I'm laughing at this, but not in a bad way. You know, I'm I'm playing it with tongue firmly in, in his cheek but not in a way that makes you think he's you know, just taking the piss he's actually you know it's that there's scenes where he's he's with um kind of penguin's henchmen and stuff and he's kind of like well he's your family you know yeah. and it's it's just it's just that you can see him kind of like like he's just going like, what the fuck is going on here you just know, the way he manipulates
1: penguin as well
0: Oh, but that's the perfect kind of politician's kind of yeah. and businessman's kind of ability, isn't it? I mean, let's be honest: politics and business. You know, you don't get anywhere unless you're very good at manipulation of others, no, and getting them to almost, you know, you're almost kind of Jedi mind tricking them into thinking something is either their idea or a good idea when it's quite obviously not. Um, and that, and he's it's like a masterclass in that, you know. And he tries, it, and this is where. Obviously, he tries that with Bruce Wayne, where he tries to give it the whole. You know, I've got to do this power plant because, you know, Gotham's running out of. Power. And it's like it's, we've got excess power, so you can never have too much power. So, and it's those little little lines that show his, his true colors. His, but his Muhammad Shrek thing, and he's so good. At, yeah, he's so good in it though. And like I say, you but a cast like that, and you know you're not going to fail here, you You know you're not going to get it you're not going to get it wrong um and they do they do probably compensate for some of the shortfalls in the in the plot Um, yeah i think plot
1: wise it is very fucking loosely held together i mean catwoman and penguin do feel more like they're forced together rather than organically come together kind of thing um and yeah, like you say, the the best sort of plot element is largely the bit that's lifted from Batman sixty six. Mm. Um, but it works; it it does yeah, work. I don't I don't necessarily go to a Batman film wanting like a really intense, engrossing plot. I want no. something that I can loosely follow and just have a good time and pick and up on different shit each time I go.
0: Yeah, and that's why I can't I can't even get through the modern versions. Well, I've I, watched I, you the know, I just Robert find Pattinson
1: it... one, which I like Robert Pattinson as Batman. I think it's really yeah. good, but that film is dull as shit.
0: I just find it too dull and depressing and serious. And it's like, you know, I can't get through the Nolan trilogy. I've dripped in and out of it and it bores me. You know, it's just too long, too too dark and too. Yeah, long. I like the first two that's Nolan what ones i like. not
1: not fussed on the third one. Um
0: but- Compare is, that to this, which is fun, it, it's still dark, it's it's still violent, it's still sexy, it's got an element of humour though, that is sadly lacking in all the things that followed it. You know? I think
1: because of Batman and Robin, everybody's afraid to go sort of find that middle ground again. They're too afraid to not take Batman seriously.
0: Yeah, but and sadly, that was a the first two of this, Batman films, you know?
1: yeah. Yeah, because obviously where, there was they, the whole they, McDonald's thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: and they would then, you know, obviously, you know, Marlon Wayne's was going to be playing Robin in this, and they figured they had too many characters, so they shelved it. Yeah, and I really don't then, know
1: where you could have forced Robin into this.
0: No, no, and then they went quite dark, didn't they? And, and, and people were upset, it was too dark, blah, 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 blah. So then they decided to kind of, you know, turn the color up and, you know, camp it up a bit more. And then it just went completely off the rails. Yeah, but, you know, so you can kind of say that as good as this film is, it did basically destroy yeah. the Batman franchise for a number of years. But and I don't it think it's ever truly of... recovered. You know, I thought I don't think we'll ever see anything as fun as enjoyable as this. As no, Batman which is film.
1: ironic because it did launch Batman the animated series, which is arguably one of the best interpretations of Batman from the comics. Obviously, it's not it... it's not the comics, but it takes that and it does something very comic booky with it.
0: But it kept the tone, didn't it? That was yeah. the thing. Yeah. Even though it. it was a cartoon, it's a very dark, literally dark. With me, you look at the map. Well, yeah, the, the text, fact in America
1: it? they put it on in prime time. Yeah. It wasn't like Chucked on Saturday morning kids got it yeah. there as well. But
0: it you know, it kept that tone and it still had some humor in it. You know, the the, the animated show still has elements of humor yeah. throughout it. Um but yeah, I think this is such a it's such a great example of how you know you can make a dark and gritty film, but it doesn't have to be as depressing as shit. Yeah. And um you know, it doesn't have to be eight hours long. And you know, not everybody has to be borderline, like you know, depressed or psychotic or both. You know, you can have L- there are shades of grey in this film that you don't yeah. get now. And no,
1: I mean there is a place for like the Nolan Batman. There is a place for the Robert Pattinson Batman. I mean there's a place for the Um, Ben Affleck one as well Mm. I just think the problem is is that we've had dark Batman dark Batman super dark Batman Mm. it's kind of like fuck me I just want fun Batman for a bit
0: yeah I know I know but we're not going to get it
1: it's It's like you know I'm not saying you have to go full-on Batman 66 Batman and Robin they kind of did that with the Lego movie Mm. um the Lego Batman movie rather
0: um I mean I'd love to see I mean I've got to be honest I mean I'd love to see Burton come back with I Keaton. would.
1: This is my thing with the Flash. I mean, with this Keaton is what it. it's, fu- like, it's Keaton's back as Batman, but it's not
0: Tim Burton. So, but, you know, what fucks me off is like, and it's gone off topic here, but it's like you think all the money they've they've pissed up the wall on the Flash, which you probably may or may not see. I don't know. All the money they pissed away on Batwoman, which I believe was again another, you know, instance where we'd see Keaton's Batman. Yeah. And it's like, why don't you just put some of that money and make a fucking proper Batman with Michael Yeah, King? I don't think we're going to get it
1: because he wants to streamline back down to one Batman, doesn't he? Because yeah. I'd love to see a Tim Burton sort of version of The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Not an adaptation and would... of The Dark Knight Returns, but he's no. using
0: that as a jumping-off point. And do you know what? It would be absolutely astounding yeah. It would, I, I just know it. It would look great, it would feel great. It, it'd do like Ghostbusters Afterlife, where it capture all of that, you know, that feeling and, and emotion that would come back. Keaton can still do it. I bet, I bet, even in those clips that we haven't seen yet, I bet he still fucking like knocks the shit out of all the other. Well, yeah, can you imagine those?
1: it if it's like Logan,
0: but back, yeah, and so even could, if they killed him could, at the end,
1: it would be justified kind of thing, yeah, and
0: he, he could play it straight. Keaton, he, he can play it straight. He's a great actor, and you know, I just think it would work. And we're ne- we're never going to get it, I don't think, but it would be so good. And you think, why don't you fuck around with all these shit films that you're not going to release, and just just give us what we want? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but anyway, we digress. But this this is a really great example, as I say, of how you know you can have your gritty, violent Batman. Yes, he kills people, which I know, upsets a lot of people. Um, you know, yes, he does have a kind of disregard for, dis- for public property and stuff again, but, you know, it, it kind of in the setting of the the mania that's going on around him, you know, where you've got like circus users firing like submachine guns into crowds at Christmas and all that sort of stuff, you know, um, it, it doesn't look out of place. It's like if he was the only one going round off in like baddies with a bomb and stuff. You know, then it would look out of place. But at the end of the day, he's almost at that point, isn't he? Where he, he he's just got a he's got a job to do, yeah. And you know, he's very very aware after I think, particularly after the Joker stuff, that you know he has to go that step further. Yeah, and he has to just stop it at all costs, and and he does. And I think it just it just works brilliantly. As a, as
1: there's it. great bat moments, and there's that first one when he comes in in the Batmobile. Yeah, instant. I don't know what the fuck that fire breathers trying to do by blowing fire vaguely at the batmobile he's just asking for an afterburner in the face well, which he gets.
0: yes he does quite rightly
1: yeah yep. um and i love the whole you know the clown that's got selena car hostage the whole you miss thing you can see the little wall that's going to come out because it's a slightly yep. different it's like in cartoons you could always tell the bit yep. that was going to break when bugs bunny stepped on it or whatever um and, you know, he, he pulls it out and just takes the guy and he says nothing to Selena Carl. That's fucking great. It's
0: brilliant. It's br- She's just doing you know,
1: that nervous talking thing that you do when you meet yeah. somebody that is, like, super famous. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you got that. And then you've got when Penguin's doing it, sent the circus out to start a riot kind of thing to mm. trigger a recount re-election thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, just the way he takes those guys out. I love the sort of little callback to him punching one of Joker's goons in the original one. Where he's walking along, he just smacks that clown and chucks yep. him. Yeah,
0: and yeah.
1: then you got the big clown, and you get the Michael Keaton creepy Batman smile, mm. where he strapped the bomb to him and he just knocks him down that manhole.
0: Yeah, and then as he's walking away, it blows. <laughs> you know, which and again, you know, apparently um, some people weren't happy about it. You know, they they didn't like this idea of him being willing to. Off people, but you know, at the end of the day,
1: that was that it's... kind of weird thing in comic movies then, though, wasn't it? Is you just killed mm. the villain, they were like a one and done yeah. job. I mean, well, it's like Star Wars, isn't it?
0: You know, I mean, Star Wars is that James great Bond thing Bond in films, the, you know, like you know, it's that great thing about nobody ever thinks about the stormtroopers' family. Oh, no. Do you know what I mean? And they're just doing a job at the end <laughs> of the day, rightly or wrongly, you know, but it's like it's that great thing where the you ever see that meme where some kids, dad's a stormtrooper and the mother's going, no, I don't think your dad's going to be home tonight. You it's, know, it's there's the this thing about off. the Death Star blowing up or something on it's, the screen it's, it's
1: the whole gag, you know, Lost in Powers, isn't it? Where they're ringing up the henchmen's families. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Exactly. But and it was it's true though, isn't it? the stepdad you could have wished for. <laughs> and it's true. And it's like, you know, it's that, it was just almost taken that they were expendable and yeah. they didn't. Didn't count. And now you look at that thing, you know, if you think about it and really analyze it, shit,
1: you know. Pretty... We kind of got the thing when the police are chasing the Batmobile before it turns into the Bat Missile, which is another bit I love. I love when he oh, flips that really switch bad. and he's like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. And he's like, really flicking it and he's seeing the thing coming up. He's like, yeah, right now we're worried. And he just yep. beats the shit out of the panel. But um, all those cops that are following him, that car pile up, somebody got seriously fucking injured in there. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. There was, um, there was some damage done there, was not there? And like I say, you know, the fact that Penguin's henchmen just machine gun a whole yeah. Christmas crowd. You know, and to be fair, we've all been there, haven't we, at Christmas? Well, yeah. you know what I mean, I'm but, amazed um, that
1: paperboy survived to come back in a later scene because he stood right in front of that giant present when it fucking explodes with clangs. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's uh it is great though. But yeah, there's just so much um to enjoy that I think you know, some of the criticism it's had over the years, and again. You know, it's been accused of being um, misogynistic. It's been accused of being sexist. It's been accused of being anti-Semitic. Well, kind of
1: look at look at know? the world in which that sexism tends to happen. All right. The mm. one that's slightly off is when she pulls the gun out at the, when she's dancing with Bruce. He's like, I'm sure you have a lot of problems with your boss. It's like, yeah, all right, all right, all right. I think it's more than just a few problems, but mm. obviously Bruce doesn't know that, but it just feels a little bit dismissive of Bruce to be kind of like, yeah, yeah, you're just a crazy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Then you mm. realises she's Catwoman, it's like, yeah, no, it makes sense then. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, most of the sexism comes from Max Shrek. <laughs>
0: and that yeah.
1: office environment. Um yeah. those got just... lady perfume adverts. What the fuck oh, are yeah. they? I
0: know. But one,
1: they ring you up, but the other the first one's like, you know, you know, your boyfriend will fucking love you for it. And yeah. the second one is that your boss will invite you for a candlelit staff
0: meeting for t- <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's, Jesus it's just, fucking Christ. <laughs> I know, but again, isn't that? Uh, see, I think of it as I don't think yeah. so. The people who criticise it look at that and go, "That's disgraceful." That's like well, yeah. Sex, but you look at
1: advertising at the time,
0: exactly. And that's the point. The point is, though, you're not telling me that they weren't fully aware of what they were doing with those things, and it yeah, was all just about taking it
1: to that comic extreme, aren't they? Uh, exactly.
0: It's... Exactly. And it's quite, if you think about it. There's quite a feminist undertone in this because yeah. the badass character in all of this is catwoman. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you had to pick, if you had to rank who the baddest people in it were as far as just kick ass, it's her. You know, she gets killed several times, <laughs> literally. You know, but she's absolutely like just the most vicious thing in it. Yeah. And you know, she she even bests Batman several times in the film. You know, and, and it's like it's it's not it's not done in a way that it's quite easy to label it as you know, being misogynistic or this or that or whatever. It's like, again, look at the film and consider that not everything is written because the way something is presented doesn't always mean that that's the point. Yeah, Often, you know, the, the subject matter is written and it's the same in books, the same in comics. You know, sometimes things are presented in a way to actually make a counterpoint if you're intelligent enough to think about it and put it in the context of what it's doing and when it's written and when it's set or whatever it may be. So, you know, it's that ignorance thing that people have quite commonly these days of just making a snap judgment of that's, that's sexist, that's racist, that's whatever. And often it it isn't, it's, it's actually quite the opposite where it's making a point about those things to say, this is fucking wrong. You know, and here's an example that will drive that home. And
1: well, I'd also argue, and I'm aware that we're two men discussing this, but I would argue that Bruce is the more traditional female side of the love interest. Yeah. Because she makes all the moves on him. Obviously, he asks her out, he invites her over, and you know, but you know, she wants to. She's the one who makes the move on him when they start making out on the cake. She's the one when they're at the party and she's like, What? He's like, Why did you come tonight? She's like, You first, and he's like to see you. And she's like, Oh, that's really sweet, but I came to kill this prick. Yeah, there's yep. none of that kind of like you know doe eyed uh, I mean you know we've we've all had that relationship where we're into it more than the person we're with kind of thing, and I don't think that's the case here. But he very much comes across as the, you know, fucking love you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah, get the it, feeling he, that you
1: know if he wasn't Batman cool, he would have been like
0: mm, I love you. Yeah, well he did. Well, I mean that great scene even when she's Selena Kyle, and he's. He's tripping over his words in the office, and he's kind of like he's just staring at her, he's beguiled by yeah. it. You know, she comes slinking in because she's back from the dead, literally. And, said, and
1: she's the one who does the you know, I'm working, and he's like, I'm leaving.
0: Yeah, and you know, she, she like,
1: flummoxes him,
0: yeah. And it, you know, he's thinking about, you know, yeah, we've met, and she's like, Have we? And he's like, Oh no, sorry. Um, and it, and he, he just completely gets himself brain fogged, yeah. And and he does he does that kind of you know the thing. Well, yeah, because he says, "I often... mistook
1: me for somebody else," which obviously yeah. she thinks as, "You mean you mistook me for somebody else?" But yeah. what he's doing is kind of like, "Shit, I just fucking said I'm Batman, pretty much."
0: Yeah, and and they've completely flipped that that old trope that, that they use. You know, where it's always the female who's who's you know like bewildered and, and in awe of the man, or the you know, and they've completely turned that around. And again, I don't know whether it's, people—it's like they swapped the they Mickey Mouse
1: role. Because mm. even at the end, he's very much like, you know, let's just take him to jail and we can go home together. Yeah. And she's like, I'd love to have that happy fantasy with you, but it's bullshit.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's what I mean. She's the, she's probably the, the most hardcore character in there. Because Yeah, that's um, basically her
1: doing the equivalent of Vicky Bell, like, you know, we're going to try and love each other. So I'd like to, but he's out there now and I've got to go to work. And she's mm. like, you know, I'd like to have a happy life with you, but I need to kill this fucker.
0: Yeah. And yeah. That... And he has to stop her.
1: That's that's the
0: that's the duality in it, you know. They can't they can't quite bridge. Selena, this is Bruce Wayne. Yeah, we've met. Have we? Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? I mistook me for somebody else. Sorry. You mean mistook me? I mistook me. yeah yeah. That's what I isn't that what I said? No, I don't think so. What happened? Did you injure yourself on that ski slope? Is that why you cut short your vacation came back?
1: You know, it's
0: a blur. I, I mean, not complete amnesia. I, I, I remember Sister Mary Margaret puking in church and Bessie Riley saying it was morning sickness. And I remember the time I forgot to wear my underpants to school, and the name of the boy who noticed was Ricky Friedberg. He's dead now. But last night, complete blur. Couldn't you just die? Selena, please, show up, Mr. Wayne. With pleasure. Um, your coat, Mr. Wayne. Oh. No. You don't seem like the type who does business with Mister Shrek. No, you don't seem like the type who takes orders from. Well, that's a long story.
1: Now I could free up some time.
0: I'm listed. I'm tempted. I'm working.
1: I'm leaving. And he, he's he's heartbroken at the end. Yeah, yes. When he thinks he sees her in the alley, which he blatantly does, but obviously she's gone, and then he steals a cat, but. Um, well, I do like in that Batman eighty nine continuation comic. He's still got the cat. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: no, it is good.
1: But you know, he's he's very lovelorn at the end, and I think that's that's great. It is great. really good. well. I think you know, maybe and you that, don't necessarily pick up on it, and it's easy to be like, you know, oh
0: yeah, you yeah. know. And I think it's a lot of it again good? is just it's people just go for the easy answer. Yeah, you know. Instead of actually thinking about it, and and maybe it's just us. Maybe it's because we've seen it a few times. We've had time to cogitate over this over the years, and it, you know, we don't take things on face value. You know, we think about what we're seeing, and we think about what is it that people are actually trying to tell us in in cinema or whatever it might be. Um, and everything now though is very one like you know one shot and done, isn't it? You know, and yeah. if you're not absolutely like telegraphic about every point you're trying to make. Um, sadly, a lot of people miss it.
1: Yeah, I think because this film is fairly flimsy on plot, people do sort of dismiss it as, you know, it's Mm. lacking any depth, but it's not. The depth is there. It's not necessarily in the story, but Mm. it it is there if you look for it. And you may not, like I say, you may not pick up on it the first few times you watch it.
0: Mm.
1: You may just watch it as a basic sort of Batman film, which is fair enough. It it works on that level too. But even like Catwoman when she fights that mugger,
0: yeah,
1: fucking hands in his ass, and then does that horrible thing of doing the knocks and crosses across his face and yeah, stabbing yeah. him in the eyes yeah. with her claws.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's doesn't, like and, I say, it doesn't... And then she turns scrimp. on the woman
1: that's just kind of like, you know, oh, thanks. You make it so yeah. easy, always looking for some bat, uh, Batman to save you.
0: That's the... Th- and again, it's that element of, you know, proving that, that, you know, she's... And it's a terrible term, but I don't know how else to say it that she's a strong female character
1: yeah.
0: in a time when there's still, you know, we, we'd had a few, you know, we'd had kind of like Ripley and stuff, but there were still few and far between to a degree.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and she is proper hardcore. She's proper kick ass. You know what I mean? It's like, you wouldn't want to go up against her. She'd no, I mean, even when you she's a fucking like new destroying ass, the she?
1: department store with, yeah. with the two security guys and that, have you ever seen the behind the scenes footage of, um, Michelle for actually doing the whip. Yeah, doing the whip. I was telling
0: H about that because H has never seen this. She watched it with me oh, right. um, last night and she really enjoyed it. And I said to her before we started, was, look, you know, you just got to take it as a fun kind of film initially, but there is more to it, you know, if you if you want to pick, but you don't have to pick up on all the things. She really enjoyed it. And I was saying about that that bit where she was doing all the whip stuff and that, and it shows you that great scene where she does the heads off the mannequins and, and again, brilliantly done. Yeah. You know, brilliantly done. It's and That
1: and Ripley with the basketball and alien resurrection are like two of the coolest behind-the-scenes things we'll yeah. see, where she actually gets the whole the basket in on the first try. Yeah. Um I suppose you've got as the counterpoint the ice princess, who is thick as shit. Sure. She she doesn't, but I mean, again, I think that's more a critique on that kind of, you know. Bimbo celebrity kind of thing. I don't mean yeah. to be horrible. I don't mean to be sexy. No, 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 that's very much how she's played in it. The whole yep. thing where she's in her thing rehearsing, she's like, I press the lights come on, then I press the button. No, 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 no. I press the button, then the lights come on. Yep. The fact she stands on that fucking ledge instead of just stepping forward.
0: Yeah. It's like, what are you waiting for?
1: I'm not sure how that guy sees Batman push the princess. I'm doing quotation marks from street level when you see how far she falls.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's probably just because he leans over. this make... Again, it's that jump into conclusion. But thing, even from that it? height, you, know...
1: you just kind of look up and be kind of like, "Something's up there," but I really can't make it out. It could be yeah, a bomb. that's, right. that's um, True. And I love how fast the cops get up there, especially Commissioner Gordon. Because no offense to Pat Hingle, but he does not look like a guy who could run up all them flights of stairs.
0: I think he was probably halfway up them. To be fair.
1: Um, well, I, I imagine it was a penguin setup, so he'd already said to be up there. But
0: yeah, but it's it's you know, that's
1: falls up a building and the cop's just kind of yeah, no, he's gone.
0: <laughs> again, you know, that that kind of um I think part of that role, that that kind of um the perfume is it the girl from the perfume ads, isn't it? Is that what she's doing? But the host like... princess. Yeah. She's it's just that's...
1: yeah, she's the like Miss Gotham or whatever that Yeah.
0: And I think the- again, part of that is to really play up the strength of Catwoman. It's to say yeah. that, you know, you've got these two sides of, you've got two, basically, two two sides of what most feminine characters were pitched as yeah in those kinds of action films. And they were either, you know, like, doughy-eyed and a bit thick, or, like, almost masculinely, you know, strong and and domineering. And, and what Catwoman isn't, is masculine and domineering. She's just fucking badass. Yeah, but you've still got to have that other side of it, which is you know that that trope of having, like you say, you know, quote unquote, the the, term, the, the bimbo type model. Um, and again, it just plays into the whole fantasy element. You know, that's yeah. the point of it. I mean, you talk, you look at the the guy in the office. Who, you know the, the scene where Penguin bites his nose, you know, and all that, and they're all stereotypes. They're all very blatant stereotypes of the worst of people. Was well, so it um, even down to the reporter? That yeah.
1: Part of me thinks that would have been a nice thing if it was like a Knox cameo.
0: Oh, I, I, I that... often think that. I was watching last night, thinking that I wish he was in it. Yeah, he was so good, but
1: but even know. he's that obnoxious reporter that you know they have to throw him out of the Hall of Records. He... yeah. When Penguin's been to the grave, he's like, you never got a chance to square up with them. He's kind of really,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: It, you know, on the face of it, you just he's just found that his parents are dead. And you're kind of like, yeah, you never got a chance to fucking have a go at them, did you? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, but he's so good that guy playing that report. I don't know who it is. I meant to look him up, but for just such no. a small part, he said so you know when he does the um, films through the story, you know the mystery man beast who's been romanticizing Gotham now and plans to uh, rule it.
0: Yeah, um, yeah,
1: but it's uh, like I say, it's it's yeah, it's just again. I we say it a lot, but it's a no small parts Kind of even the Ice Princess is great for what the role is. The character herself is, you know, played to be dumb, but she plays it really well. The yeah. look on her face when she gets dragged away by Catwoman with yes. the thing round the um whip round her neck, it's just kind of really this shit's going on. There's loads yeah. of little places for my favourite is when the two penguins fire the missiles at the Bat Ski. Oh,
0: yeah. And yeah. then Bruce Wayne sort
1: of, Batman, flips the thing, and then has that look on his face kind of was that
0: two fucking penguins firing missiles at me? Yeah, it's something i just go kind of like, really?
1: It reminds yeah. me of the line from um, Con Air where Nick Cage looks out of the plane window and sees the car flying along next to it. He's like, yeah. on any other day, that seems strange.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's no, very much is.
1: just in Michael Keaton's face. Of like, I get some weird shit going on around me,
0: and it, and again, it's that element, isn't it, of um, how great you know Keaton is in that role. That oh, the intensity even...
1: with which he eats carrot sticks while watching television.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, again, he's in the bat mask, so he's got like you know, arguably a third of his face is visible, and yet he can still portray, you know, that whole did, did that just happen. Kind yeah. of thing, you know, and it's yeah. like when you dressed up as a six foot bat, so chances are probably did, Yeah, you know. It. It's um, it's all
1: in his eyes. You can see why keep um why Burton cast him.
0: Yeah. For all the shit that
1: they got at the time, and I know instantly people came around to it, but it there's that thing in his eyes, there's a darkness in his eyes, but there's also a weird innocence in his eyes as well. Yeah. And yeah. like at times a vacancy to it. Like when he's Bruce Wayne, he's just kind of like not really in control of what's going on. Like say with the stuff with Selena. Yeah, he's so and, vacant where he's just kind of like, I really don't. This is completely out of my comfort zone here. It's like, and again, another cleanse, but
0: yeah, yeah. And again, another thing why we're on the, the look and feel of things is you know, the, the, the design of the penguin is, is absolutely great. I mean, Stan Winston, you know, yeah. our, our buddy from Monster Squad, this studio was involved, weren't they, with the penguin stuff and all yeah, that? Yeah, because
1: he won a science award, didn't he, for the makeup on yeah. this.
0: Um, and again, I know people got up in arms about you know, when they heard they were going to strap rockets to penguins and it's like, yeah, I think they'll be all right. Yeah. You know, I mean, apparently were treated like... like
1: I know, the, I think the were, penguins were treated the best on set than anybody. Yeah,
0: I believe so. Um, But again, you know, that look and feel of the, that, that penguin is brilliant, the, the cat woman look and feel, you know, as it she gets more and more beaten, literally beaten. yeah, And more and more disheveled and, you know, bits of the costume come off because it's homemade and it's just so well done um it's it's just everything about it is just like it's just visually arresting and that constant backdrop of christmas you know that constant juxtaposition of all this dark shit going on and then a lovely big christmas tree (laughs) And, and you know and all the all the stores like you say being dressed up at christmas like you used to used to fantasize about when you were a kid you know um, we used to go to chess like at Christmas, it Christmas like, isn't it? You
1: know, yeah,
0: on a big city scale, you know. And apparently, there is a scene, isn't there, that they wanted to do where they, they basically torch a whole um merchandise store of Batman, of man, of Batman yeah. stuff, you know. But and again, it was about that, that commercialism bit, I think it was yeah. about how you know Burton was a bit worried about how much Batman had become commercialized.
1: Yeah, it was a critique, wasn't it, on but, the merchandise that surrounded the first film you know
0: it's like thank fuck it did you know um but yeah it's just again just going back to in just the look and feel of it you know it's just got that whole thing that you can be in a really really busy bright colorful setting and you can still be alone that's that i mean and that's the theme through a lot of Burton's films isn't it you know if you look at things like Edward Scissorhands and stuff like that there's it's about loneliness and isolation and it's like you know Batman's isolated Catwoman's isolated Penguin's isolated Shrek's kind of self-isolated himself you know yeah and it it comes through again and I just think the whole thing is just so well put together it's just a great film I mean it's really good fun and you know we've talked about it in it in quite I suppose an element you know we've gone into it in quite a bit of Depth and we've analysed bits, but even if you just sit and watched it with, like you know, your kids of an appropriate age, I think they'd love it. You know, they'd absolutely love it because it's got, it's got everything on it. It's got fight scenes, action scenes, explosions. It's got you know goodies beating up baddies, baddies beating up goodies. You know, it's got monsters. It's got you know a bit of a bit of a rum leading lady that you know is going to appeal to boys were certain age and probably girls were certain age as well i wouldn't imagine and um, you know and it's just it's just got all those elements yeah set to, in a cold christmas environment i mean fuck me what more do you want you know That's and it. penguins i mean i see you have got know. penguins you
1: have got visually interesting bad guys um the poodle lady yeah she looks great her voice is creepy as fuck yeah there's something coming this way yeah and now she sort of when they all abandoned just penguin in the end, where she just yeah. disappeared into the nu- the black. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Absolutely, she did that. That's creepy as fuck. I
0: mean, there's that bit with the with the poodle, isn't it? Where yeah. you know it, it catches the batarang, doesn't it?
1: Which is one hundred percent illogical because what's the batarang doing that low down? Well,
0: but... true, unless he programmed the poodle in.
1: But it, it should have taken out the poodle yeah. lady first. but <laughs> <laughs> I just got the idea but... that Batman's like, and the dog. <laughs> it's
0: just great, isn't it? It's just great, and I love the little
1: what... sort of. Look, she gives him before she walks off with the dog. Yeah,
0: the... and some of the ludicrous bits where you know the Batmobile turns around on that that kind of like rotation yeah. disc that drops, and
1: I love the noise it makes as well. Like it's creepy. Yeah. shit. is that and when the wing of the penguins duck goes up, and anyway, it's like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And you know they when they're in Wayne Manor and they're, they're tracking the penguins and it's on the radar and the radar <laughs> makes a penguin noise, <laughs> 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 and it's it's just little things like that that. You know, oh, and also it's a great argument for why you should still have stuff on physical media yeah. because if they hadn't had CD ROMs, then Gotham was, was fucked, basically. Yeah. Even um, if we would
1: have got DJ Bruce Wayne, <laughs> no,
0: oh, brilliant. But yeah, it's just, um it's just a fun, fun film, isn't it? Oh, it's it just is. a really, really fun film. And whereas Batman is a, a, arguably a, a bit more of a serious film, um this is just, it's. More violent, arguably. It's it's darker, arguably. But it's yeah. more fun as well.
1: It's 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 darker, but it's also brighter in many ways. Like say, the circus mm. gang are quite colourful. Uh Penguins and Brothers are quite colourful. I love the shit. I picked the cute one at the end. The, there's almost yeah. a sim you almost feel a little bit, even though he's a fucking child murderer, there's a little bit of a sympathetic thing at how pathetic the penguin is before he dies. Yeah. Where he's got all yeah. that black ooze hanging out of his mouth.
0: Oh, that's that's constant he's like, like because obviously he's,
1: he's fallen into what the kids were supposed to be going into, so he's yeah. got all that toxic poisoning in him. But yeah. and the way the penguins sort of become poor bearers and take him into the water and that and again it's, Batman's watching it like, you know, on any other day, that'd be fucking
0: weird. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just just brilliant, isn't it? Just and absolutely um, brilliant. Um yeah, and I, I just think it's a great film, and I think yeah. you know yes, you could take his with elements of it, but as we always say, whenever we do any films, you can take issues with anything if you want to. Well, yeah, if you um, look,
1: if you look hard enough, yeah, you, know. you can find something wrong with everything. But I think Gotham looks amazing in this film. so I love the redesign of Gotham. I loved Anton yeah. Furst stuff in the original one, um, but I love what they've done in this one as well. I can't remember the designer's name now. It was there and it's gone now. You know, it's like when you know a name and then when you go to set it out loud it's mm. just fucking disappeared. Um, Bob Ringwood on the costumes, yeah. Like I say, I really like Batman's costume in this one. I like the sort of Art Deco robot kind of look to the body armor. Mm. Um, It kind of makes sense. Um, Like I say, I love the look of Gotham. I love like all the statues Mm. and the faces coming out of the ground, like a city was built on top of something else. Um, I love that there's clearly sewers that run under everything, even the uh, middle. And the
0: beautiful, beautiful arched sewers as well like a yeah. th- cathedral aren't they you know they're not yeah. they're not <laughs> like the ones in manchester that, that do look like just shitty sewers the, the kind um, of sewers you'd
1: be like i could hang around in there for the fact that that is a river of piss and shit going by. well there is that yeah, <laughs> to be fair. It's, this, that whole thing is like ninja turtles and everything it's like yeah they made the sewers look cool and then you think about it you're like no what are sewers full of <laughs> so, yeah it's gonna be rank as fuck down there
0: it's gonna stink a bit in it
1: um it's- but yeah, sort of then, before we end, finish it up, obviously there was a sequel to this, but it wasn't the sequel we wanted. Mm. I would have loved to have seen where it went with a Tim Burton Batman. Because I don't think it would have looked like this. I think he would have reinvented Gotham again, because I think that's what Tim Burton does.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, especially if he's bringing in the Riddler. I'm not, I don't think it would have been as colourful as Joel Schumacher's, but I think he possibly would have injected a bit more colour into it. Because mm. everybody's like, "Oh, Tim Burton does goth horror and that." It's like, "Yeah, but he does fucking color as well." Yeah, well, he's Dumbo's He-wee. full of color. You can have gothic color. Um yeah. I big mean, got Big Adventure is not yeah.
0: exactly a gothic horror, is it? You know, That's it. Big Fish, um,
1: Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas is full of color. Yeah, um, I would have loved to have seen what he done with another. It's weird now. <laughs> video I sent you, the Barry Norman thing, even mm. in that, Michael Keaton's like, oh yeah, there'll definitely be a third one. I don't know whether I'll be involved. I don't know whether Tim will be involved. It might be one of us. It might be neither of us. But mm. even at that point, he was kind of like, I might be done with this shit. Mm. Um, I think Tim, uh, Tim Burton and Michael Keaton had ideas. Tim Burton in that documentary on the Batman Forever DVD is kind of like, you know, when he's ready, going in for meetings and they're just trying to talk him out of it. You'd yeah. rather make other things now, wouldn't you? Like, you don't want me to make another Batman, do you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um.
1: Quick comparison with this. Obviously, we talked about it. Money wise, the Batman eighty nine made four hundred eleven million. Uh, yeah, four hundred eleven million five hundred sixty nine thousand two hundred forty one dollars. This only made two hundred sixty six. So it was a drop off, especially as it had over double the budget than the original one.
0: Didn't it break um, the opening records though? I think so. Um... Yeah. But it, it was the longevity, wasn't it? Because, again, it was that thing that people started to go, oh, it's too dark, it's too violent. It's too..." And it put people off taking kids to see it and stuff. And then McDonald's pulled uh, um, plan tie-in, didn't they, and stuff. And well, I think and all they that still, They still
1: did it? it, but they were worried that people weren't going to buy the Happy mm. Meals because Those little McDonald's toys, I've never owned one, but I've seen them on, you know, the old McDonald's commercials and all that sort right. of thing. And I've seen the month for sale on eBay and that they look great for McDonald's Happy Meal toys. It's like yeah.
0: That. And again, it's about, you know, I think people put too much. They think too much about what kids actually understand. Yeah. I mean, it might be different now because kids.
1: Well, even the whole thing about penguin with black ooze hanging out of his, coming out of his mouth. That's only at yeah. the end. Yeah. Well, 30 years but ago. I suppose because it happens at the end, that's the thing that's left in people's minds about the penguin. Yeah, I mean, he's a lechy pervy character. I've got any better argument with that than he does look grotesque? But then they use that model for Batman the Animated Series, and they made yeah. it look really cool. Um, I think possibly they perfected it with Batman the Animated Series. They possibly could have gone a bit more that way in this one, mm. made him mm. slightly less grotesque. But at the same time, he's the fucking penguin.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he is grotesque. You know and, um, that's the thing. Isn't it? And Tim Burton does grotesque character. <laughs> and it's about it's about freaks. That's the thing. Yeah. It's about, yeah, to, it. you know, freaks, you know, his family are freaks, circus freaks. He's a freak by, you know, definition of what we accept as norm. Batman's a freak. Catwoman's a freak. Shrek, yeah, arguably, still a freak. You know, he's a, he's a sort of strange fella. Um, Penguin's even it...
1: got that line of, you know, you're just jealous because I'm a genuine freak and you have to wear a mask.
0: And yeah. Batman's yeah. like, you
1: know, you could be right.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it, does, it does reinforce that whole um point, I suppose is what I'm trying to say. Is that yeah. you know you, I, you, um, it's just you, a... you
1: look at Batman 89 though, the Joker's pretty fucking grotesque. Yeah. And you know, when he electrocutes that one guy and you see him burn up. Mm. That's what I remember seeing that on the trade trading card and being what, 910? And it freaked mm. me the fuck out on a trading card. I was terrified to watch the film for that bit for the longest time. To the point where my mom was like, we're going to watch it. But, you know, if you feel uncomfortable, just leave. And, Brilliant. you know, when I watched it, you know what it's like as a kid? You build things up in your mind so they're much worse than they actually are when you watch
0: it. Yeah. Them. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, people sort of hold up the original Tim and Batman as, like, you know, oh, you know, it's this child friendly, wonderful thing compared yeah. to Batman Returns. It's like, was well, it bollocks?
0: Not that bad. And it's not that different either. Uh, you know, this has just got a bit more uh, ooh la la about yeah. it, shall we say. Um, yeah. even the Joker's
1: quite a horny fucker though. <laughs> He's no, constantly trying to bastard. bang Vicky
0: Vale. But... He else he is. He else he is. but um yeah, I think it's a tremendous, tremendous film. And again, you know, if you listen to this and you've not seen it or you've not seen it for years, watch it. You know, yeah. re- do, do watch it over this festive period because you will enjoy it. It's yeah. um it's a great film. And I'm not being funny, but watching it now. For all, it's kind of you know it's some of it might be a little bit quaint some of the effects might be a little bit like "Mm," you know but they're practical but they are practical and they still hold together better than a four-hour snooze fest yeah you know what i mean and it it shows you what batman could be it shows you how you should really make a batman film and Yes, there's a place for darker versions of characters, you know, there's there's a place for a darker version of Superman, arguably, and, and all the rest of it. But at the very core of the characters, you know, there's there's got to be an element of that comic book fun. And this What's is it? exactly what this is. My film thing
1: with book. this is it may not be the best adaptation of Batman in the strictest sense, but it has that feel of those 80s, 90s Batman comics for me.
0: Yeah, it does. And it is it is. In the 70s ones
1: as well, like the Neil it, Adams stuff. It's got that feel yeah, to it.
0: It does. And it's it's probably a better comic book adaptation film than Batman, which was a better um modern retelling, you know, Dark Knight yeah. type retelling of reinvention of Batman. Um, but this is the closest that you will see to that kind of, you're right, 70s and 80s Batman you know, golden era of Batman comics for me. You know, I don't yeah. think they've ever been better. That that run sort of through the 70s, 80s, and, and arguably into the, the mid-90s is just just the greatest. Yeah. Um, and it just breaks my heart where it is now, to be honest. Yeah, um, But, you know, some people love it and power to them, but it's not the Batman for me. You know, I think, no, and I'm sure when this came out, there
1: were like, "You know, this ain't Batman." And it's like, "That's fair enough. This, this yeah. isn't your Batman." It's Same as yeah, I can but look you, at things, and be like, "This isn't what yeah. I want from a Batman." But, they're wrong,
0: Stuart. Yeah, to be but, fair, but you know, they, they're allowed an opinion. Um,
1: exactly. Well, everybody's allowed an opinion,
0: even when it's wrong. Exactly. But um, yeah. So I I do hope if you've never seen it, you you will give it a chance and give it. A, and we said this about Monster Squad. We said this about. You know, I think a few things we talked about. Go into it with an open mind. Go into it expecting a fun comic book adaptation, yeah. and you will have a absolute ball. That's
1: it. I still um, can't believe it's fucking thirty years old.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the worst. This bit. is
1: the thirtieth anniversary because I watch this every Christmas Eve to the point where my wife is like, "Really, are we doing this again?" I don't always <laughs> I, make it through every Christmas Eve because sometimes I have to start at like ten o'clock at night really? just to get the tradition in. But and, and I'm not off during it, but it's a really nice, nice comfort Christmas movie. Nice um, one, man. Because you know that, like, I say, it's just there's something Christmassy about it beyond the yeah. obvious Christmas thing in it. That just it reminds me of a childhood Christmas that I don't remember much else about. I remember watching Batman fucking
0: returns. Yeah, and if you don't like Christmas, it's a good film because they basically blow a load of Christmas shit up and oh yeah, it's, you know, it's... trees and that. So you get that a little bit as well, which apparently wasn't an, an attack on Christianity. Somebody was recently touting.
1: Really. Fine, whatever. People have got too much time in their hands. The great persecutors complaining about persecution.
0: That's <laughs> exactly. the Christians. They're very good at it, aren't they? Um, yeah. But anyway, but yeah. So it's it is a great film. It's great fun, and you will you'll And and Keaton again. I'm sorry, but you know, but I know we've said this many times, but he, he'll never ever. I don't think be surpassed as as Batman because he gets it right, and you'd never make the kind of film where. Somebody like Keaton could play Batman.
1: No, um, I like all the Batmans you know. for various reasons, but it's Keaton and Conroy are my Batmans. Yeah. Um, and then mainly West, because they obviously. were the two that, you know, impacted yeah. me most through childhood. West, I'll always have a soft spot for because as a yeah, little exactly. kid, I adored that series. um Like I say, I like Kilmer. I like Clooney. I just think Clooney was given rotten fucking shit to work with. Kilmer to a degree was given rotten shit to work with as well, but mm. that's maybe something for an episode later on.
0: But I'd still—I I'd tell you what—I'd still take those over the modern retellings, and I know that it's, might it's seem fucking blasphemous, but yeah, they are fun, and at least even though you might go like, oh, God, oh, at least you can watch them and get through them without looking at your watch, going another two hours of this, yeah, yeah, you know, um, and
1: and I, I recommend doing the Batman in stages. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I think it's on TV over Christmas, right? Like, yeah, probably. In chunks, but I don't know. I, I wasn't excited when... I mean, there's nothing against I have no issue with people who they casting roles and all that, because it's all No, bullshit. I actually think... Like I said, I think he's really good. Just didn't just, appeal to me.
1: Like I said, I got excited about it because they made this big thing about it, It's finally Batman doing detective work on screen, because there's little bits in these films, but it's still not the full-on Batman detective of the comics. Yeah, and then you watch it, and it's like he gets to walk around the crime scene. It's like, that's not fucking detective work. If
0: you want to watch Batman doing detective work, there's elements in Batman. There's elements in Batman Returns, and just put a good Sherlock Holmes film on.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. All, all the animated series,
0: all the animated series where he does do a lot of detective work. To or fun. Batman yeah.
1: sixty six, where he just puts shit in a computer. That's true.
0: Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does work a lot of stuff out. There's um, a bit of chemistry now and then, doesn't he? You know. Always. But um, no, honestly, you will not not be disappointed, and if you are. Um. Then, as I've said often on my podcast, feel free to write down your complaints and put them in the bin. Yeah, because we don't really care. No,
1: like I say, people's opinions differ. Differ. Like I say, we got two reviews at the top from you know Roger Ebert and Barry Norman, two highly regarded film critics of their day.
0: Who never and like still, anything I like apart from yeah. But... Barry Norman like the Evil Dead.
1: I, I always feel that, you know, calling them film critics was always the problem because it's film opinion.
0: Yeah. And it's all subjective, isn't it? Our views are exactly. subjective. You know, um, I'm at, sure... At the very best,
1: people... they're people who have like spent a life watching films, so they're more knowledgeable on the technical stuff and they can look at it and you can look at it and be like, yeah. I can see their point, but I love that from that film, so...
0: Well, if you had a comic book reader and fan reviewing a film, subjectively as well... Yeah. Then you'd have a different approach to it, and you would have different reasons and rationales as to why a film may be considered good or bad. Yeah, you know, and it's a bit like, you know, it's a bit like people have no context of source material or anything like that, so they're just going into it cold and just judge it. On well, why is why is why is it doing that? Why's that? What's that about? And it's it, it matters sometimes. Yeah. Um. So you know, very cold and analytical criticism as its place, but sometimes it misses a lot as well. Well yeah, and you you've know? also got to remember
1: the age of the person reviewing it. Yeah. Cause like I say, to me, Batman Returns is Batman and Batman Returns are five star movies. I mm. like I recognize there's faults with them, but they do everything I want from those films. But then, you know, somebody now would be like, you know, Zack Snyder's Batman v Superman is a five star movie. And i just be like, I do not see it at all, but fair enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. And Each to their own mate. Horses for courses, isn't it? But yeah, That's anyway, I um I really enjoyed that. i like I say, yeah, good. It it was weird watching this film in November, but
0: <laughs> Shh, you're spoiling the magic. That's right. It's,
1: it's but um yeah, I've I mean, watched Christmas tinsel, this month, so I have to get ahead. So. Yeah. <laughs> um I'm admiring your handiwork. Touring the riot scene. Gravely assessing the devastation.
0: Upstanding mayor stuff. You're not the mayor. Things change. What do you want? Ah, the direct approach. I admire that in
1: a man with a mask. <laughs> You don't
0: really think you'll win, do you?
1: Things change. Meow. But yeah, no, cheers for that. Um, Anything coming up? Omen to that? Uh,
0: Omen to that, so... Yeah, I've got a few... um few episodes lined up um they will by the time this probably comes out they may have been out so i'm good to be,
1: december i think this one comes out
0: yeah i'll probably have done a couple i'm gonna have um rich carrington back on talking cool. about his his work well, we're gonna do an update of uh, hardline comics what he's been up to um david broughton's gonna come on and talk about the uh Shame and Kane series oh, awesome of, to issue a, I love. i I mean both of them are great, but you yeah. know, David's a great creator. And he's been the guy's just like a machine. He just keeps going. That's a great character, that. Um, so we're gonna have him on. Uh, Paul PJ Johnson, the um the the sort of filth monster that he is, will be back on. We're probably gonna do a bit around um might do something around horror and fangory magazine with him. Awesome. Um both big, big horror fans like that. And he's got some stuff coming out. So yeah, got a few bits and bobs, got a few possible lines in the fire with with guests, but it, it's hard to sometimes coordinate and get things out. You know, yeah. it's, um And it is it is time and effort as well. And I don't do it. I don't do it for anything other than fun. I yeah, guess, exactly I like the same with me and, with this. It's, um, yeah. So I, and... you know, I don't record every week. I don't put stress on myself. I'll got enough shit going on without worrying about all that. Um. Well, I'm, I'm very grateful for everybody that listens and I'm, I'm extremely grateful for everybody that sends me nice feedback about the episodes yeah. as well because, you know, I'm always surprised anybody listens.
1: To but, no, they're great. I really enjoyed, obviously, to add myself and Denon recently talking about Death of Superman. That was really
0: good. Yeah, it was, it was nice great. do Thank a little you.
1: Poso- uh, podcast crossover.
0: It was. It was the podcast event of the day. It
1: was. As we like to say. Um, <laughs> or and, at least the five past midnight drops. Well, yeah,
0: well received as well. Um, yeah and a few nice comments so that's oh, awesome um but yeah as far as work going I've got a couple of pieces I'm I'm doing a couple of um pieces for other um comics people at the moment so cool. I've got some work I'm doing um I don't know how much you can say about them not not this it really matters but it's a couple of small press pieces so I'm, I'm in an cool. anthology uh horror anthology I'm doing a piece for that I've got um another piece that's Possibly we're hoping to pitch for the DUI 3 um, anthology that will be, I think they're opening um, the doors to, to uh, submissions in January. So we're trying to get a piece together for that. Again, we're working, working with Martin Feekins, who's a great guy, like brilliant writer and really good guy. And he, he sent several scripts and one of them really, really genuinely spoke to me. It um, yeah. sounds dead wanky that, but... It, I don't know whether it was the things I've been through in the last year or whatever, but it was a very, um, it was a, a kind of very people focused introspective piece about, you know, emotion and stuff. And it, it yeah. just, I just thought, yeah, I could I think I'd really enjoy doing something. So this. So going to be doing that. Um, GGA three is on the go. I keep struggling to finish writing it. I keep changing my mind about what I want it, what I want it to be like. Um, and pre mortis two, which we're trying to get out, um, sort of first half of next year, if we can. Awesome, uh, it's a bit overdue by about two years, but you know, uh, you got to do these years. things, you got to
1: do these things when they feel right, you can't but, force yourself to do them.
0: thankfully. H's pre mortis kind of um offshoot, which she did about the H files, which was um, which kind of was a little a little sort of Easter egg in there about the first pre-motors um, has gained quite a lot of interest. I mean, that went really well on Kickstarter yeah. for her. It was brilliant. And we had a lot of people who, who actually picked up pre-motors one as well as Good. part of that. And now obviously um, are asking about a second one. Yeah. So we've got, it's quite nice, you know, so we're hoping to get, keep that momentum going with it. Um, And yeah, other than that, you know, I get the odd commission. I don't get many. I mean, yeah, you know, I don't think my art really probably suits a lot of people. But I get the odd odd piece. It's just got a couple of pet commissions come in. That's um, all right. My
1: youngest has got more commissions come in in the last weekend than I've had.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, you see, some people it's, who have it. They they chew it in, don't they? It's like,
1: putting me to shame.
0: You know. Put yeah. Yourself
1: out there in a way that I'm, I never fucking,
0: could. <laughs> can't wait to get me stick back, man. I posted
1: you. it today, so marvellous should, should hopefully be with you soon so but yeah
0: we're all good we just keep trucking well, mate awesome. we, we keep on moving forward and you know looking forward to having a bit of time off over christmas to get some serious art in done yeah. and, you know really just switch off from work and have fun
1: that's that's half the battle and just switch it drink on. and
0: draw where i'll yeah. just be drinking and drawing a lot <laughs> nice <laughs> So, uh, you know not necessarily in that order
1: <laughs> well what whichever way works my man um yeah i'll put all the links in the show notes as usual so people know where to come and find you if anybody ever actually looks at show notes but
0: it's just all art 92 yes yeah. where we are um if twitter's still around at this point we'll still be on there um i don't i don't know how long we'll probably be on there for but you know it's
1: yeah, I'm still on there. Oh, They're all a fucking tire fire. It's like, well, that's I, the thing, isn't I it? cannot be fucked to move over to another one. It's like, people keep saying, no, like, I'm not Bastard even on sure. On that. I mean, it's like, I, I just can't be fucked.
0: Well, I couldn't work out how the fucking hell you'd, you'd set up on Mastodon because it was like, you got to pick a server and then you, it's like, oh, fuck that.
1: Yeah, I tried doing that and then the thing didn't come through, through for ages. So I, yeah. I ended up getting about three verification codes because it wasn't working. Then, and then by that point, I was like, I can't be fucked.
0: It's, today, it's the Hive. Everyone's looking at the Hive, but I think that's run by one fella and he's Fuck a spaniel, so that, yeah. that's struggling. And I, do you know, I mean, all this stuff is. I mean, we don't, to be honest <laughs> with you, we don't. We're great... talking
1: about myspace coming back. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> we just, don't get. I'd be grateful if it just disappears. I could live without social media.
0: Well, we don't get a great deal from it. I mean, yeah. I, you know, we never get a great deal of traction on it. Um, I use it
1: to share my art and to share the podcast.
0: Yeah, that's it. And, and you even know, then, I,
1: if you. Post at the wrong time and nobody sees it. Then, and you're the just only thing i to avoid.
0: The only thing I put on there mostly is artwork, and obviously Marty War with, yeah. with the Prince himself. You know, young young Martus the third. But yeah. um, other than that, you know, I don't know. I, yeah. Other I just, things if, to worry about. If I
1: go on there, I just try and do happy things. I've got no time for going on there and slagging shit off.
0: Good lad. <laughs>
1: That's That's either, either spread a little happiness or keep it to myself. But awesome. Well, like I say, thank you for doing this. Really You're very welcome. It. And I suppose there's only really one way to end, which is to say, come what may, Merry Christmas, Mr. Edwardson.
0: And, and you, sir, and uh, goodwill to all men. Well, most men and women. And women. Except a few of them, which we can think of and name Hell. probably. But yes, I, I hope everyone listens to this as a great um, festive season. Where, Regardless of what your beliefs may or may not be, uh, I don't hold any belief. I just like Like, wherever you
1: choose to expend
0: it. I yeah, I just like to have time off work and and you know see people getting stressed in shops and stuff. So yeah, enjoy yourselves, have fun, and um, you know have a great great holiday season. That's that's a polite way of saying it without (laughs) getting you any hate mail sent through. Uh,
1: Again, all hate mail, write it down, chuck it in the
0: bin. And it's festivous for the rest of us. Remember
1: yeah. that. Awesome. <laughs> Cheers, man.
0: Thank you, matey. See you. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Well, come what may. Merry Christmas, Mr. Wayne. Merry Christmas, Alfred. Good Goodwill toward men. And women.
1: returns and why not i'd like to thank damien for joining me on this episode to talk about the film be sure to check out art 92 and the Omen to that podcast i'll put all the links in the show notes we put a shout out on the socials for your thoughts and memories on seeing the film and we had a few replies uh john ottaway said love seeing the behind the scenes clips of michelle from the whip where she takes the heads off those mannequins in one take uh burton batfan said i don't have any specific memories to add Although having loved the first film, which I only saw for the first time a year before, I was really hyped to see Batman Returns, and excited by all the merchandise. I was still too young to see Batman Returns in the cinema, but I collected the tie-in magazines, the making-of book, and the novelisation. And David Glass City Comics asked, Is it a Christmas movie or not? And he also wishes that it was on more streaming services. Whilst Batman Returns isn't available on any streaming services in the UK at the time of recording this episode, it is available on DVD, Blu-ray, and 4K from Warner Brothers, either on its own or in an anthology set. It's also available to rent or buy digitally from some services online. If you enjoyed this episode and be bothered to do so, please give the episode a share and tell your friends about it. And why not give the series a follow or subscribe over on Acast or wherever you listen to the episodes. If you're feeling super generous, we'd be grateful for a rating if you have a second or two to spare. I mean, you don't have to, we're just grateful you listened at all. If you've missed any and why not episodes so far, you can find them on our podcast channel over on Acast, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, or on our website at hauntednerds.com. And if you aren't already, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, or why not join the Am Why Not group over on Facebook? Not only will you be kept up to date on what episodes are coming up, and have the chance to contribute to them, but we'll also post our picks of three great movies to check out each week on Freeview TV. If you fancy joining us, just search Am Why Not Pod on social media, or check check out the links in the show notes. In the meantime, we'll be back next Tuesday, 13th of December, when I'll be joined by Tom Stewart and John Tucker for our annual Christmas special, in which this year we compare the on-screen versions of Santa from Santa Claus the Movie, The Santa Claus, and The Christmas Chronicles. But until then, this has been a Nosy Haunted Themselves production, and I've been struck Moraine. Thanks for listening, and remember, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it, so don't eat mistletoe. Bye for now, and have a Merry Christmas, however you choose to spend it.
0: Could you just make up a sonnet, or something, a dirty limerick? One has just sprung to mind. <laughs>